Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We're continuing our conversation about these uh, sick people that are calling themselves Christians. And I just got to call them for what they are. I don't know what else I could say um, except for that they are sick and demonic and Jesus talks about them, God talks about them. The Bible is very clear about these people, man. And so I'm trying to make you guys aware of them. And uh, we talked, I've spent several weeks on this. Um, we talked about why Jesus talked about false prophets, false teachers, false religion, and so forth. And we talked about how these people are infiltrated the church and they're calling themselves. We look at the party because the reason why I'm looking at the party, they're calling the Republican Party out because that's the party that is claiming to be uh, fighting for God. Um, had it been the other party, I would have been doing the same thing about them too. And so we see that this party, though, is just claiming, standing up, holding the banner of God. We saw many of them on the insurrection carrying banners of Christian banners and stuff like that. And um, I don't know these ignorant people, because the Bible calls you ignorant, it calls you fools and so forth. These ignorant people don't read because the Bible tells us that God put the leaders in there. So then if God puts the leader in there, he tells us that when we come and fight those leaders that he put in there, that we are actually fighting him. So these people that are walking around as Christians with their banners, uh, walking around and carrying all these poles and stuff like that, uh, uh, talking about Jesus, Magna Christian. I don't even know what that means. But anyway, um, let me talk to you guys about who you really are. Revelations 21.8 talks about you. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestables, as murderers, sexual immorals, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And so I keep telling you guys that you have a meeting coming up if you want. You have an appointment uh, that is being set for you. And um, it is very, very interesting what this appointment is all about. And so 
you have to be very careful about your behavior. You think you're getting away with some stuff, but you ain't getting away with nothing. Malachi 2.17, you weary the Lord with your words, but you say, how have we wearied him by saying everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delights in them, or by asking, where is the God of justice? These are what these people are talking about. And I'm trying to tell you, the Bible tells us that um, it's, uh, uh, it's not a good thing to fall into the hands of God. And I pray that he uh, withholds his, in, uh, his anger because we know a couple of times when that stuff happened, the earth flooded. We know that uh, he did a couple of things, um, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. We know a couple of things when he gets angry, what happens. We know that they, the children of Israel got angry, uh, got him angry and in the desert. And he said, none of you guys are coming out alive. That all of you that are harassing. And he calls it in, in the Hebrew Bible, the great uh, day of the quarrel, the great quarrel, when they were arguing with God in, for those 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, 40 years, sorry, where Jesus gone had to take him out. And there was the Holy Spirit who says, these people frustrate me, and I don't want to deal with them at all. In fact, I'm going to wipe them all out. So that same God that you guys are walking around, he tells us that you have wearied the Lord with your words, but you say, how have we wearied him? By saying, everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord. And so many of these are... Uh, Republican defenders of God are in trouble. And if you look at these men's lives and you see them, since these are the ones that are propagating to defend God and the Bible, and we read of how disgusting they are because they are murderers, they are sexually immoral. We're watching all of them, all their stuff coming out. And it's like, just put this stuff away. They're so detestable, the Bible calls them. They're faithless, they're cowardly. And we see that running rampant in these people that are calling themselves born-again believers um, or Christians. Uh, uh, pardon me, I don't want to insult the born-again uh, believer by, by calling them Christians like that because the Bible tells us there's a difference. And I talked to you guys, I did a study about Jesus Christ, how he dealt with his audience. He spoke to the people differently. He spoke to his disciples differently. He told his disciples that, um, there is to know the secret of the kingdom of God. And then he spoke to the church people differently, and he called them vipers and evildoers, and they, um, they're like their father, the devil. And so we're watching at these guys like behaving like their father, the devil, and we talked about what he does. Um, and so uh, these guys are wearying God. They're getting him exhausted. And um, he said he's, they're just tired of them because of what they're doing. So we see them climbing up on stage and claiming to be um, putting policies and procedures, taking the rights of ways of people uh, that, uh, and they're saying that they're doing it for uh, the, the, you know, pro-life. And these ignorant liars that are constantly lying to you and you are believing them. And the Bible tells you that you're deceived and because you're deceived, you're able to believe this nonsense. But uh, there's a couple of things that I did in a study in uh, in my podcast, Mystery Bible. And we look at Gad's life. Uh, Gad is one of the sons of Jacob. And he talks about a couple of things in there that I think is uh, profound in dealing with today and the church. 
And I want to bring that up to you guys so that you can get a chance to see what he was dealing with and what was his issue. And I think um, I suggest that you guys really do get into that podcast because it has some really good stuff, especially um, uh, the last couple of ones that I've done uh, talking about Gad and um, a few other the sons of, of Jacob as we're studying them before we look into the um, before we look into the Exodus as to what happened with the Exodus. And so we're looking at these guys' life. And so I want to take you there. Um, and I've been using some uh, other documentation, if you will, uh, to outside of the Bible. And I've been teaching with those. I'm looking at the book of Josephus is one of them. Uh, we are looking at the legend of the Jews is another. And several other books, uh, writings that talk about um, the time. The book of Yasher is another book. The book of Jubilees and so forth. So I've been looking at the book of um, uh, the legend of the Jews. And we've been going through some of these men, the, the uh, sons of Jacob. This was before they died. And um, and then it tells us in the Bible that a new pharaoh or a new king arose and he oppressed them. So we're looking at that um, little a gap between that. And so we're studying these guys' life. Uh, one of the sons that, um, and I'm going to talk to you guys in the next couple of podcasts about this, Dan, Dan's Confession. And we're going to read that. And we're going to see what he talks about. And the other is, which I did today, that had a post today as well. And that is uh, Mystery Bible. And the name of this one is Gad's uh, Hatred. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. And in this story about Gads, this is one of the sons of Jacob, as I mentioned, he is going before his sons. He's about to die, and he has some time, and he's now going to give them the wisdom of his life. And I want to bring this teaching today, and we're going to do this for the next couple of days so that you guys can see what is happening in before you in the church and in the world as a whole. So let's take a look at this uh, um, situation in, in the legend of the Jews. The principles that we're going to talk about still the same that God talks about. And uh, these men are the tribe of Israel from the tribe of Israel. And so we're getting some of their knowledge. And it tells us in in um, in uh, the legend of the Jews, it reads this way: In a hundred and twenty-fifth year of his life, Gad assembled his son, and he spake to them, "I am the ninth son of Jacob, and I was a valiant shepherd of the flock. I, gar- I guarded the herd, and when a lion or and any other wild beast approached, I pursued it, gri- gripped it by its foot, flung it uh, as a stone throw from me, and killed it thus." Once for a space of 30 days, Joseph, which we know about, the dreamer, tended to the flock with us. And when he returned to our father, he told him that the sons of Zelpha and Bilhah slaughtered the best of the, of the herds and used the flesh without the knowledge of Reuben and Judah. He had seen me snatch a lamb out of the jaws of, of a bear, kill it, 
killed the bear and slaughtered the lamb, for it was too badly injured to live. I was wroth with Jacob, Joseph, for his tail-bearing until he was sold into Egypt. I would never, I would neither look upon him nor hear aught about him, for to our very face he blamed us because we had eaten the lamb without seeking the permission of Judah first. And whatever Joseph told our father, he believed. Now watch this stuff. Now I confess my sin that oftentimes I longed to kill him, for I hated him from the bottom of my heart. And on account of his dream, I hated him still more, as I desired to destroy him from the land of the living. But Judah sold him uh, by stealth to the Israelites. Uh, Ishmaelites, sorry. Thus the God of our father saved him out of our hands, and he did not permit us to commit an abominable outrage in Israel. Watch the man's confession. Hear now, my children, the words of truth, that you may practice justice and the whole law of the Most High, and permit yourself not to be tempted by the spirit of hatred. I want to talk to you guys about this right now because this spirit has been let loose. And it came on the scene in a tremendous way within the last couple of years uh, when this individual came down the stairs. It actually started way before that, but it came about, I believe, um, that when Barack Obama came on the scene, he began to see it, uh, began to boil. Uh, Mitch McConnell had his own meeting aside and he told the people that we are not going to work with this nigger. Uh, we're not going to pass any of his um, his his uh, agenda, any of his policies. And what Barack Obama did, he thought that he was able to do it. He took all of the Republican policies and began to use that to um, to come up with uh, uh, quote unquote the Affordable Care Act, and uh, which Romney did in his state. And I I dare you to go and tell those those folks to give up their healthcare, um, and see how they treat you. And so we know that these hypocrites, would they, he decided that they will turn on him and any of their policies that he brought forward that he thought he would have a Republican working with him, they turned against their own policy, and here we are today. And so we are in a space where hatred has been released and the spirit of hatred. But hatred has a companion. And so Gad talks to us about the companion of hatred. And here it is. He says, I hated this man. He said, I couldn't stand my own brother. He said, the spirit of hatred is evil. Evil is hatred, for it is a constant companion of deception. It always contradicts the truth. A little thing is magnified into a great thing. Light is take for darkness and sweet is called bitter, and it teaches slander, enkindles anger, brings on wars and violence, and fill uh, the heart with devilish poison. I tell you my own experience, my children, that you may drive hatred out of your hearts. And so this is what we're watching at in the church today. This is in the church. I'm not talking outside. We see what's happening on the outside but this stuff right here, the hatred has infiltrated the church, and the church is, because they're not dealing with the sins of that is in the church, it's spilling out into the streets, and we're seeing it. Because who sanctioned uh, um, this crazy man that we are uh, still in the midst of 
uh, you know, did he win or lose or whatever. We know he lost because the Bible tells us God puts the people in place. He didn't steal it. They had prophets that came out and said he would have won. If he would have won, he would have won. He wouldn't, if it was from God and he won, he would have won. He would have been in place. And so if God wanted him to be in place, how in the world could any man keep him out from what God wants? So don't allow these crazy people to continue to tell you this nonsense. They are liars and they're filled of hatred and the accompanying demon that walks with hatred is deception and we're watching them walk hand in hand and it says it always contradicts truth a little thing magnifies into a great thing light is take for darkness sweet is we call bitter and teaches slander and kindles anger bring on war violence we've never seen this type of violence in the world in America. Are, the world is standing out um, flares about America. We have never seen anything like it. And I read to you guys what it tells us in the book of Isaiah a few days ago. Uh, let me try and find that scripture. It says in Isaiah uh, chapter 50, I think it was 520, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. So this is talking about you guys. And so I want to be able to expose these people and um, give you guys a chance to cut yourself loose. Um, and what we're going to do in the next couple of days, um, we're going to talk about how to disconnect from hatred and deception because the Bible tells us how to do that. Gad tells us how to do this. And I want to help you guys out because I see your pain and I pray for you every day. And I know what is happening to you from the spiritual side. And it's manifesting in your life. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is a victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.